Mishnah Yomi is continuing in the first parak of Bikurim. And yesterday we talked about a convert being eligible to bring Bikurim. And the Mishnah had ruled that he could, but not read the passages. And the Rambam, as we explained, said he could also read the passages because he is the descendant of Avraham Avinu. Now Mishnah Hay is a related topic. Rabbi Ezra ben Yaakov Omer. Isha bat Gerim, the daughter of two converts, both the mother and the father converted to Judaism, and Mazel Tov had a daughter, she should not marry a Kohen, unless her mother is born as a Jew. And the Bepharshim say this is also if her father was born a Jew. And the Rambam adds something really amazing. The Rambam says on this Mishnah that even if she had a grandparent or another ancestor who was Jewish, even if Lemaisa, her own parents, were not born halachically Jewish, meaning they did not have a Jewish mother, but somewhere she had a grandfather who was Jewish or even more removed, then she would be able to marry a Kohen. She's, again, the daughter of two people who converted to Judaism. It sometimes comes up that you might meet someone who has a Jewish grandparent or a Jewish father, and they're not halachically Jewish, but we see from this concept in the Rambam, there might be an Indian to try to be of such a person. And of course, I'm, I'm not poskening Lemaisa. We, we don't poskin from the Mishnah and Kavachomer. We don't poskin from my observations and ramblings about the Mishnah. So it's, of course, a Shaila for a qualified posik. But it, there's certainly an Indian from this Mishnah and from the Rambam to, you know, of course, deal positively with, with everyone and try to have a hashba on everyone, but certainly even more so in that situation. The mission continues, whether they are actually converts or they were an Evid Kanani who was then freed. An Evid Kanani, remember, is a quasi-Jew. He's been in the mikvah and he's obligated in the mitzvot, but he's not fully Jewish until he's freed. Um, at that point, he's really Jewish. Even after 10 generations, so they're still considered descendants of converts or of Avodim Shechroim until someone in their lineage is Jewish, even up to 10 generations. Of course, it's fairly likely over those 10 generations that the family has married into other Jewish families, and, you know, everyone's Baruch Hashem, one big happy family. The Mepharshim point out that the, the Psak here was Lotinase, and that sounds like a Lechadchila. Of course, again, not Paschating from the Mishnah, but it sounds like, you know, it's a, it's a Shaila, but it sounds like if a Kohen married such a person that Bidyevid they would stay married. This is not such a psul like uh, a Kohen marrying other certain things that are biblically forbidden. But of course, it's a shaila for your qualified posik. We don't paskin from the Mishnah Yomi. Mishnah continues, Ha'apotropos, ha'shaliach, ha'eved, ha'isha, tumtum, androgynos, mevi'in velokorin. They can bring bikorin, but not read the parsha. Shein cholim lamar, asher natati li Hashem. They can't say, this is from the land Hashem gave you. So who are these people? The apotropos is the executor of the estate, or the guardian. We actually used this term many times in the Daf Yomi, in Ketuvot, Mazel Tov, we recently finished Ketuvot, and Blinader started Nadarim. So the Apotropos would be appointed as a guardian if there are minor children to manage the estate and make sure they're taken care of, you know, sell the assets and collect the debts and make sure they're okay. So if the children are minors and they can't... Uh, if they can't bring the Bikurim themselves, the Apotropos, the guardian of the estate, would bring it on their behalf. So he brings, he doesn't Bikurim, a Shaliach also, someone who's sent as an agent or a messenger, you know, if the owner is uh, can't come himself. 
uh, Evid, an Evid on behalf of his of his master, uh, of a Isha, and a woman. Interestingly, women can get land. Women can only, we know from the Benot Slavchod, women can get land in Eretz Yisrael, but that was Midin Yerusha. They were inheriting their father's, their father's chalik. It wasn't Midin Chalukah. The Chalukah of Eretz Yisrael, which is related to the land for Bikurim, was only for the men. So similarly, the Tumtum is a suffolk. We don't know if he's actually a man or a woman because he was born with some sort of membrane obscuring his private parts. So we're not sure what he is. And again, the Chalukah was only for Zohar Vadai, for, for we know he's a man. And Droganus has both, uh, both sets of private parts. So he's not Vadai a Zohar because he has both aspects. So he's, these, these people are in the category of Mavin Velokorin. They should bring the Bikurim, but they can't say Asher Natati Li Hashem because that was Midin Chalukah of Eretz Yisrael, which was only to Zacharim. Mishnah Vav, Ilanot Betoch Shel Someone bought two trees in his neighbor's property. It's not, he doesn't own the land, he owns the trees. Maybe the Enokur, he brings a Bikurim, but he doesn't recite the passage. Barner explains there's a suffix if he owns any land rights under these trees or only the trees themselves without the land. Without the land, he can't read the Parsha. Rabbi Meir Omer, maybe the Kori Meir says he does acquire property rights under the trees so he can read the Parsha. Yovish Hamayan, if the well dried up, the spring that was watering these trees dried up, Niktzal Sa'ilon, or he harvested the fruit and then they had to cut down the tree, it dried up. He brings, but he doesn't recite the passage. He doesn't really have the land anymore. The land isn't fruitful or the tree isn't fruit bearing anymore. says, It made fruit before it dried up, so he could still recite the passage. Now the Mishnah turns to the time limits. We've discussed we couldn't bring before it Seris. So the Mishnah says, Me'atzeret, Shavuot, Hag, Hag we just had, Hag, Sukkot, we bring Bikurim and we recite the passage. From after where we're holding right now, after Sukkot until Hanukkah, he brings, but he does not recite the passage. He says you could also recite the passage. The Bartonura says that the Posik says, regarding Bikurim, it says you will rejoice in all the goodness. So he says we need bizman simcha. And bizman simcha is metzeris v'adachag. Why? Because this is the time of harvesting is between Shavuot and Chag. So people are very happy. There's a lot of produce. They're seeing how much Hashem has given them. So it's the zman simcha. And, and Bartner explains later, it's uh, until Hanukkah because you still have metzuyen uh, ba'artzecha. There's still a lot of produce around on the land up until Hanukkah. And Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera says that you could still be kore because he says he doesn't have the drasha of simcha. It doesn't have to be davka bizman simcha, referring to produce being on the land. He says it could be the simcha you already had of uh, harvesting, even though you're bringing them after Hanukkah.